Hello, hello, hello. This is Tooth Be Toad. This is Dr. Aka. Hey, this is Leroy Horton. You know, we're doing a special episode just because uh, it's breaking news. It's it's everybody's been sending it to us. You send it to me. I think some I I saw um uh well, who is it? Uh Howard's Howard Ferran. Howard Ferran, yeah, yeah it's he, trending, he, man. Yeah, it's it's up there now. So it's it's a weird story. And I think if you listen to the whole entire story, you'll get our opinions, of course, and right. uh, good or bad. And we'll try to play devil's advocate. I'm, I might be the dev- devil for today. Uh, okay. And we'll basically, <laughs> we'll basically try to get both sides of the story because this this story is just incredible to me. It's crazy. It's crazy. And I don't think the patient patient is a victim, to be honest with you. But right. we'll talk about that. Okay. But before okay. we do that, man, so we're we're actually recording on a on a Friday, very unusual for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been our 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 Christmas, we'll call it Christmas slash New Year break, and yes. uh, uh, you've had a lot going on for you. Oh, brother, let me tell you. So before we get into the me temping at different offices right. uh, story, this is how you know it sucks when you get older. All right. Mm. So I'm going to give myself a big pause here because I'm about to say something a little crazy, but I have an oral fixation, right? I know you're going to look at me like, yeah, but okay. I, I, I know it's <laughs> a little crazy, but I'm I paused on that. But so my thing is I'm always got to be sipping on something. Okay. It's just my, 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 that's my fidgeting is I'm sipping on a water bottle, a Diet Coke or whatever. Okay. Okay. So I get to the restaurant today to meet one of my friend and mentors and unbeknownst to me, I probably down like five Diet Cokes, big glasses, right? Now, I'm at this age where my bladder doesn't like give me a heads up 30 minutes before like, hey, you might want to start looking for a bathroom. So I literally went from <laughs> zero to like, bro, you got 20 seconds or else, <laughs> or else you're peeing right here in this booth. And... I, when I tell you, I probably went to the bathroom with three or four times, all within like five minutes of each oh. other. It's like I rented that Diet Coke. I didn't buy it. <laughs> I rented it you, for you know, a hot minute. <laughs> listen, I'm be honest with you. It, it kind of, you know, you get to a point, like you said, you get a little age, uh, get up there in age and you start to get envious of people, but not for like the stuff that you think you would like, oh, they got more money. No, it's like my kids can sleep the whole night without getting up to go to the bathroom. And that pisses right? me off. I'll be honest. That pisses me off. Because they're sleeping. They go to bed at like 8, 9 o'clock. They don't get up until 7. They're like, oh, okay, Dad, I think I'm going to go to the bathroom right now. Right. Mind you, I've gone already like two or three times in the middle of the night. Facts. So that pisses me off. I'm not going to lie. It, it angers me. You know, it's like whenever your kid beats you at like a game, they used to like whoop them in. And all of yeah. a sudden, it's like, oh, I'm better than you. Now I feel like my kids are looking at me and they're like, oh, I'm better than you. Uh, old man problems, man. It's, and don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure that's way too much more information than our listeners hear about us. Yeah. But but it, it upsets me that I'm getting old, and it upsets me that my kids can 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 hold their bladder for hours. <laughs> hours. No man, but yes. Yeah, so I've been temping at offices, yeah. and I think this will be a good segue into what we're actually you know going to be reacting right. today. Right. Because when you go to different offices and you see what systems are or aren't set up, what they have available to them, um, who's trained and who's not trained, it can be a very scary thing. Um, You often think you're doing what the status quo is, but the, the, the spectrum of the status quo is actually quite big. 
Um, and you're hoping that wherever you're temping at is, um, you know, kind of adherent to the general protocols that are recommended by your state board, by the ADA and so forth. Uh, so my advice to people is if you're uh, doing local tenants work, always go in on the first day, make sure your emergency kit has all current, all the drugs you need and that they are current. They that there is, you can say it. they haven't expired. Yeah, <laughs> that they haven't expired. That you have a um, emergency oxygen tank that's hooked up to a bag valve mask and a regulator. You test it to make sure there's oxygen in it, and just get a general sense. And this is uh, one thing I learned years ago. We had a um, a random audit by OSHA, OSHA, one of the state agencies, right? Right. And you're supposed to keep all your emergency supplies in a accessible labeled area and everyone in your office is supposed to know where that is right so this lady went to the front office said hey can you show me where your emergency kit is no problem because we do trainings all the time right takes her back oh it's right here you know the cabinet that says first aid aed right everything is right there she goes okay thank you front desk uh, gal goes back she goes someone in the, to assistant in the back who didn't hear that conversation and said, oh, hey, can you show me where the emergency equipment is? So the, you will get, if you get audited, especially mm -hmm. by the state, everybody has to be trained. Yep. Everything has to be up to date, accessible, ready. Because the last thing you want is to have an emergency in the office and you say, hey, grab me the oxygen. 30 minutes later, they're still gone. Hey, grab true. me the AED. That's it. Um, and so part of my frustration that I've been venting to you for a couple of weeks really has been, I go to, you know, five or six different offices. There's five or six different standards. There's a, we've been talking about what staffing shortages, right? Right. So there's a high turnover. New people haven't always been trained um, and may not be as familiar with the office themselves. I mean, half the times I'll ask for an instrument or supplies and, they're like, oh, well, let me ask so-and-so because they're brand spanking you. It's It's been a frustrating couple of weeks for me, man. Well, but so here's the thing, Riddy. Do you think, and I think I said this to you, I said, more than likely, this office can't wait for you to leave because right. you're doing too much. Because, <laughs> because every single day, you're telling me all the stuff that they need to do better, all the stuff they need to update, all the stuff they need, need to buy. And this office is like, this man is costing us way more Right. Than what we're paying him. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. And, and you were like, oh, well, you know, they said that they're grateful. And I'm thinking to myself, nah, man, they're not grateful. <laughs> they can't wait for you to leave. <laughs> they you know, I, I pray. I, I know that there's probably, and I, I always, I've been prefacing everything with, I hate to do this. <laughs> I hate to say this. I know you probably hate me. So I feel like often self-deprecation is a good way to segue to bad news, right? Okay, well, okay. So, so imagine if, <laughs> Imagine if Uncle Sam's like, I know you hate me. I know this is going to suck, but you owe so much money. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, do you think that that makes anybody feel better? Probably not. It's still going to suck. It's still going to suck. It's, it's still so going to suck. Like, oh, okay. Thank you for prefacing that for me. Appreciate you. Right. Oh, get out of here, man. They, they can't wait for you to leave. They can't uh, wait for you to leave. I'm man, man. But, you know, they they haven't shown it. So at least I can tell myself when I walk away that I did a good thing. I might walk away and they'll be like, good riddance, lock right. the door. 
when this fool leaves, but I can live in the illusion that I'm going to walk away into the sunset like uh-huh. a movie scene, right. knowing I have left a place better than when I found there you it. Go. Right? Everybody's going to be waving in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See you later. Come back right. and visit us again, please. Right. I can guarantee it's not going to happen. A little, a little tear dropping right. as I walk away. Right? <laughs> not going to happen at all. Not gonna happen. Uh, you know, um, well, let's get let's get into this. Let's get into this whole uh, article. If you don't mind, let go ahead and summarize the article real quick, so we yeah. can kind of jump into that real quick. So, so I think what I'll do is I'll give a very broad overview. Yeah, that way, as we talk about it, things will get revealed. Right. Lady is suing a dentist in is it Minnesota? Right. Mm-hmm. He apparently did four root canals, eight crowns, and twenty fillings in one sitting. And she's so, alleging disfigurement, pain and suffering, and having to get stuff redone. And that's the basis of this lawsuit. Well, and so for anybody that's out there, right, we're going to eliminate the wisdom teeth. Right, mm-hmm. We have 32 teeth in our mouth. We eliminate the wisdom teeth. This person had something done on every single tooth, if they have every single tooth. It has something done right. on every single tooth in one in one day. Right. Five and a half hours. Mm. Now <laughs> I'm playing the devil's advocate. So I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna go ahead and take the, the dentist point of view and uh this is this is something that patients need to look out for. But I want you to understand, I want you to give me an idea of how crazy that really is. Is that normal? Let's put it that way. Can you really do that mm. in with good quality work can you do that in, with good quality work with restore with restorative yes that's difficult a five-hour surgery in the realm of sur uh, uh, is do it right full mouth extraction implants then your prosthodontist is coming over your lab person they're converting a denture you know there, there's adjustment time that's you know and five hours isn't all actual work in the mouth. There's some outside the mouth time that's going on too, right? So time-wise, okay, we need more information. Restorative though, bro, that means you are drilling and or filling for five to six hours straight. There's no outside that, you can't do a filling outside the mouth. This is all in the mouth. So don't forget that, that would actually one. That's gonna cause some kind of TMJ issue, jaw issue, jaw jaw pain. You know, <laughs> that to me is crazy. One, I'm surprised that this guy can walk after this. The dentist, that is. I'm surprised the, the dentist can walk after five and a half hours of a marathon. That kind of work. He should have frozen neck, like my man that we did another reaction to talked about frozen neck. <laughs> There's no way you do a six hour straight on one patient without frozen neck. Right. And then, then it gets even better because within that lawsuit, they talk about how he lied about records of how much anesthesia he used. Right. Right. We all know there's a limit to amount of anesthesia based on weight and stuff like that. But you, you can always just summarize by saying, don't do, don't do what? Is it 11 carpules? 10 or 11 carps <clears throat> of lidocaine for a right. healthy, regular size adult. Regular generally. size adult, 11 carpules. We'll say. Okay, cool. Right. If you do more than that, one, you have to know, kind of say, okay, I got to stop here. But if you do more than that, the worst thing you can do, the worst thing you can do mm, <laughs> is change it. your records. <laughs> you want to get in trouble. 
<laughs> you want to get sued. The best thing you can do is go back and say, let me go ahead and just uh, uh let, let, let me let me let me erase this real quick. Right. Worst right. thing you can possibly do. Which, you know, uh there was some gaps in the reporting. And this is why I hate when lay people reporters report on medical issues. Mm. There's a lot of gaps. They had a, uh, a specialist at the university review the case and say that what was reported, what was handed over was eight carpules was used. Right. But the initial record showed, I can't remember how many milligrams, 960 milligrams. It was, yeah, it was like, yeah, it was a lot. Right? Versus the like only, 540 or something. Right. When we, in our regular chart notes, um, most people anyway, when they put down how much they use, they talk about it in terms of carpules. Carpules, yep. The only time I know people tend to be very specific to the milligram is if you're doing IV sedation. That's it. So, but there was no mention of a sedation being performed, but it would make sense for someone that's high anxiety to be getting a lot of work done and to potentially pressure the doctor to get it all done in one shot if they're getting sedation. And this brings me to my point. Americans, and I'm saying this, Americans are very, very impatient when it comes to dental work. Mm. They want it done yesterday. Mind you, it took 30, 40 years to, to have a crap mouth. But right. let's go ahead and do it in three or four days. Right. You come to me with garbage mouth. It takes <laughs> 30, no, it takes 30, 40 years of, of horrible, horrible hygiene. I don't brush. I don't floss. I don't do all this stuff. Everything is disgusting. Yeah. Then you want to come to me and say, you have a time constraint. Right. Now, how does that make right. sense? Or the, the one that I love is it's often the high anxiety patient who's just like, oh, I hate the dentist. Can we just do everything in one appointment so I don't ever have to think about it again? That's it. And now, mind you, when I was young, I would say, all right, you know, and mind you, I never had anyone that had to work on 28 teeth in one sitting. But there'd be <laughs> patients where I stretched the, you know, my general protocol. Say, all right, you know what? Let's just get it done. We'll yeah, do one quadrant of all the cavities in one area, right. half of the mouth. Yeah. But you always regret that. Yep. Because high anxiety patients, they're fidgety, mm -hmm. they're, they're uh, anesthetic wears off faster. They tend to do this <laughs> all the time, which I get it. You're stressed out, but bro, now you're stressing me out. And do you want the person that's cutting on you to be stressed out? Right. I never, but I could see where someone might pressure you and be high anxiety need more anesthetic and maybe this guy needed the money i mean oh, there it is let's know? go ahead and put it in very very honest perspective here this guy has two offices okay he just opened a mm -hmm. second one apparently based on the reports okay right he has two offices <clears throat> he's he's not he's not a rookie he's not new to the game right he's not right. coming right out of school where he feels the pressure to just listen to the patient i can guarantee you this man controls for a lot of factors right so if he's doing all this stuff, he looked at the total outcome and he says, man, I'm going to get paid a lot for this. And mm -hmm. this patient is willing to pay for this? Mm -hmm. Come on, let's do it. Right, right. Let's do it. You let's know, if I'm going to get thousands of dollars and this patient is willing to pay thousands of dollars, come on, let's do it. Why? Because I don't want this patient to go home and rethink it. Right. 
right? Let's right. bring the patient back and then let's go ahead. And I'm not saying, you know, this is allegedly, I'm not sure, I'm not saying that this is what happened, but right. I can get, I can, I promise you that a lot of these thought processes were going on in this situation. Let's not get the patient to, you know, second guess it. Let's bring him back as soon as possible. Let's get as much done as possible because Ooh. in the end it's going to hit the, the bank account and it's going to look nice. It, it is. And let's break it down for, for, for the lay people. Let's say all these root canals were anterior teeth. Front teeth have one canal. They're usually pretty fast and simple. So boom, four root canals. There's your first hour. Well, we'll say, we'll say, right? we'll say each root canal is $500. Just to make the math easy for us. Okay. But you know, one hour for those four root canals ish. Okay. You made $2,000 there. Yep. Eight crowns. And we've seen this. Someone's doing aesthetic crowns. So you got premolar to premolar. Boom. Eight okay. crowns. Add another hour and a half to that process because not only are you prepping, you got to get, you know, uh, hemostasis and make sure the gums aren't bleeding so you can get a good impression. You got to make your temps and blah, blah, blah. Each crown, right. is, how mu- each crown is how much? We'll Let's say $1,000. $1,000. Thousand, $1, okay. right. So 8000 So, so 8000 You're at 10000 Well, I'm even going to go further. Each root canal is probably 1000 oh, well, 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 let's do it. Right. Let's, let's give the man benefit of the doubt. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So we're we're at at 10,000 already. We're 10,000. Okay. Then you're telling me on top of that, my man did 20 fillings, which fillings take longer than a crown sometimes to get a really good filling done because you're with a crown, you're being a lot more unrestricted and you can be faster. Right. But to do interproximal or fillings that extend to between the teeth, that many back to back to back. I do not see how this patient made it through. I'm hoping that they were sedated. Right. I don't see how this doctor and the staff made it through. So we'll say each filling is what, 300? Let's say 300. Okay, he did 300. 20. We did 20 of them. So that's 6,000. Yeah. So right now, this man, or we'll say man or woman. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, man or woman. Right. <laughs> we know it's a guy, but man or woman. <clears throat> Basically. No, actually, hey, it's, it's, a, it's a girl. It's a, it's, a, well, it's a woman? Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, so yeah, this right. woman. This dentist made sixteen thousand rough ballpark. It just our quick math. Oh, the dentist. Dentist is a guy. Pa- the dentist, patient is yeah, a woman. That's what I thought. Yeah, the dentist woman, made sixteen thousand in five hours. Right. Now tell me what part of that says it was for the patient. Um. No, please, please. I'm tell struggling. me what part of that says anxiety. I'm tell struggling. me what. What part of that says it was truly just for the patient, the 16,000 in five hours? All right. The patient is leaving in a couple days cool. to go on a mission to save the world and oh. they need all their teeth. Man. That's the only scenario where that is a necessity. Maybe. Maybe. And they the gotta, funny, I don't yeah, even they, know if I believe that, but yeah, sure. We'll say that. <laughs> that's the we'll only say, thing I can think of. We'll say that they are... Captain America. We'll say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> J- James Bond. James you know? Bond needs to go ahead and get go to this specific dentist to do all these crimes because James <laughs> Bond forgot to brush for 30 years. Right. And every single tooth has something on there. Right. Right. Now, you're telling me not only are you dealing with bite. So this person, that means you're, you're going to make sure that this person's bite is exactly the way they came in. That's almost impossible. Mm. We're doing that much. They're going to be like, right. oh, it's high here. You do one filling, and the patient right. sits there for another five, ten minutes talking about how high. Uh, 
I just, just, I'm not biting completely here. And uh, it's not like this other side. And that's just one fill-in. Now imagine right. that times that by 20. Right. There's no way in five in, right. in three hours, we've given what, three hours? We're saying three and a half hours. They did all so, that. Right. Yeah. You know, and so let's say, let's still give them the benefit of the doubt and say the patient really wanted and asked for this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where do we draw the line between doing what the patient wants and what we know is good for the patient and or good for us. Right. And that's a great Where, question because, you know, when it comes to it's a Friday afternoon and the patient's in pain, I know more dentists that say, nah, we'll see him on Monday. Yes. But now let's just say the patient's like, oh, I need this crown done immediately. Guess what? <laughs> hey, bring that patient in real quick. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> There has never been a dentist that was like, let me stay late. Let me go in early to take care of this patient because they're in pain and da-da-da. Most of the time, it's a benefit to them. Right. Most of the time. And I'm not saying all dentists, so let's don't at me or send me emails or anything. I, I'm Whatever kids do nowadays. Don't do any of that to me because I'm not generalizing. What I'm saying is reality is reality. Right. Right. People barely want to work on Fridays. Dentists right. barely want to work on Fridays. And you're telling me that a right. patient comes in last minute and they're in pain. Unless there's a financial benefit, this person, this dentist is not going to stay. Most dentists are not going to stay. No. And, and that's a, what a lot of people need to understand is that with this type of work, restorative work, it, there tends to be so many appointments afterwards for adjustments to get things right. No one really wants to do this much. That's it. Maybe the stop at the eight crowns. I could see right. reasonably, so, but eight crowns and 20 fillings. I don't know anyone that wants to put up with that headache of all the after visits for adjustments. Because mind you, you're numb all the way around. Mm-hmm. And you could be numb in one spot and tell the patient to bite down. And they're like, arr, arr, arr. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, 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 no. Bite normally. No, 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 normally, no, yeah. no, no, normal. No, look, right, look, right. Your toes sticking too far out. Come on. I said normal. <laughs> And then you go back and you look ridiculous. You sound ridiculous. And the patient's trying to figure out what normal all of a sudden looks like. Right. You know, so there's, but, okay, so let's, we're, we're this far. We know that, and this is the, the weird part. The case was in 2020. Right. The lawsuit was brought up recently, which timing wise, there's a three-year statute of limitations on malpractice and dentistry. So that's probably why it came up this late, Right. But my question was, when I saw what they were asking for, they were claiming disfigurement, pain, and suffering. They were only asking for $50,000. Maybe there's so, a limit in that state. I I don't know if there's any limits in Minnesota. I don't know. I, I'll be honest. I don't know. But I yeah. know in Texas, there's a limit. You really can't, but, you can't do too much. Uh, Paxton was the one that brought up that rule that was like, yeah, you can't really sue medical people for that much. So like yeah, but, lawyers but, are like, yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, but if you're claiming disfigurement, <laughs> that's true. You know, and the the expert from the the dental school that's that wrote a report on it did right. say that all the treatment was justified given the X-rays. It was the manner it was delivered all in one day. I think he said he used the word it was inhumane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. The quality was not as yeah up to par. But let's be honest. Have you had patients ask you for things? You know, like, let's do everything. Can we do it all? Like, things that you know are unrealistic. Yes. And they keep pressuring you for it. Yes. And I keep saying no. Right. One, <laughs> no, 
you know, like it's like the older you get in dentistry, the more let the less patience you have for like you can only almost tell the future. We're like right. we're like clairvoyant when it comes to like just dentist dentistry. Right. Gentlemen. I can't tell you what the stock market is gonna do. I can't tell you what my kids are gonna do tomorrow, <laughs> but I can tell you that this patient is gonna be a pain in my you know what if I do this, this, and this. For some right. reason, we have this futuristic ability to tell this is mm. not gonna end well for me. You no. know what I mean? Like that one no. patient that you added to your schedule at the end of the day, you knew you shouldn't have done that because you know it never goes well or it never goes smoothly or nothing, you know, nothing good ever happens, right? And so, you know, that's you're right. You're right. I, I think sooner or later we have to we have to be honest. But here's here's something too. That it was July of 2020. What was happening July of 2020? July of 2020. Mm-hmm. Well, if my memory serves me correct, we were in the middle of a crazy pandemic. That's it. And called had, COVID. That's it. And I bet you they had just taken them off of the, oh, okay, dentist, you can go back and do stuff now. That's right. Because right? we were shut down for three months. I yep. think it was like March, April, May, or April, May, June, or something like that. That's it. April, May, June. And right. then July is when this thing happened. So yes. this patient finally goes in. Maybe they were in pain or something happened. And this dentist is like, I have not done that a lot in two or three months, four right. months. Right. <laughs> and this oh, and he had just opened a second office? <clears throat> and this patient just walked into my clinic talking about $16,000? Mm. Hey, let's do it. And we're lowballing. We're lowballing. And we're lowballing, but I'm just it saying. It could have been like 25 for all we know. That just made, you know. that made, I'm sure that made that dentist so happy to see that. So, of right. course, we just was shut down. A lot of people were hurting. People were getting furloughed. Remember this. Like, mm. the, the, the background's been set now. People were getting furloughed. You don't even know if you have assistants coming back anymore. If they want to come back, you don't even know if you have a front office. You don't even know what your life looks like. Right. Am I ever going to practice dentistry? How is it going to look after this? We're in the midst of this. Right. And somebody comes to you and says, I'm willing to pay. Maybe they got the STEMI checks, the stimulus checks. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but it's looking good. They got that. P- <laughs> they got their PPP loan money. Right? They don't you fix know, whoever, their teeth with it. Yeah. Whoever's in the front comes to you and says, Doc, they want to do everything. Right. And you go, they want to they do what? What? <laughs> you drop you drop your cup of coffee. They want to do what? Say that again. They do no, bring it back tomorrow. You know what right. I mean? You right. had the red carpet pulled out. I'm telling you, man, this was a tough time. So I could see with that with that kind of uh, you know, with that kind of environment, I could see why right. this person said, "Let's just do it a lot. Let's do everything as positive as much as we can." Well, well here, here here's a question. The, in the report, it does say that a lot of that work had to be redone. Because of shoddy work, right? right? And that's that's not me making a judgment. That's what the report says. Mm-hmm. Had none of it had to be redone. Let's say it was high quality work, looks great in X-ray, functions great. Right. Would this lawsuit have happened? And how much of it is, you know, when your kid, um, they're your, your, the, the kids are playing, and one sibling hits the other, just lightly. And then that one is like, ah, right? <laughs> How much of this is, okay, I was upset because I had to pay to get some of this redone. That's it. So n- now when I tell the story, oh, I was horribly disfigured. Mm-hmm. I was strapped down to the chair for five mm-hmm. hours. And you, there's no way you go in 
not knowing what's going to be done. You have to sign a treatment plan. You have to sign consent forms. Mm -hmm. You knew what was happening that day. You agreed to do all this. Right. The patient agreed to do all this. And I can guarantee you that this person came through and was like, Oh, uh, yeah. So remember all those feelings? Yeah, this doesn't look right. This does. They weren't somewhere else. Right. This doesn't look right. This doesn't look right. And the other dentist was like, well, we're not going to pay you back, which is usually the biggest mistake. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not like an insurance company or anything at all. But sometimes just say, hey, your money is not that important to me. Right. Take your money back. I don't right. care. Well, sometimes just by doing that, it goes away. Your problem right. goes away. Because like right. you said, I can guarantee you this lady is mad because she had to repay for a lot of that stuff, which is right. not her. I mean, I don't blame her. I'd be I'd be mad, too, if I spend that much money just to then spend that same amount of money or more right. to have it repaired or fixed. Oh, somebody's going to hear from me. Oh, absolutely. And so she's basically saying, I got to get my money back. I don't right. blame her. Right. I don't blame her. But I also do blame her because you are an adult. You right. consented to do this. <laughs> You actually had to sign unless, unless for some weird reason, this lady didn't sign any consent form and then then done. I don't care. (laughs) They could get it for so many different things other than that. That that brings up a good point because it's another thing I've been seeing in these offices that I've been working in. Okay. Mm. This is advice for everybody. We're all going to have failures. You could be the best doctor. I've had failures. I've I've had had failures failures that were small failures. I've had failures that are big failures. Yep. I feel like overall, my success rate is on par with most good providers. You don't even have to mention it. You've had, you're still working. Right. (laughs) But this is what happens. If someone wants to claim negligence Mm -hmm. or malpractice, they're going to look at the entire history of that case, your consent forms, your notes, your documentation, or your documentation's accurate, or in this case, as they're alleging, did you forge something or alter something? Mm-hmm. Um, everything from A from A to Z to them from beginning to the end is going to get scrutinized. And if you can't show that you are detail oriented, mm-hmm. meticulous, that will be used against you. Well, look, he didn't even have consent forms. Look, he didn't even have a signed treatment plan. Well, how do we know he cared, he, he cared that much attention in the actual surgery? We see a lack of attention in every other aspect of this experience. So do yourself a favor, knowing that for all your implant docs, what, two, three, four percent of your implants over time are going to fail. About 20% are going to get peri-implantitis, which is a complication that could potentially lead to someone complaining about what's going on. The best thing you can do for yourself, knowing that that's going to be the statistics, make sure all your notes are meticulous, detailed, meticulous, accurate. Consent forms, proper consent forms are signed. Treatment plans, signed. Conversational notes. Like if in my notes I said, I informed the patient this would be a four to five hour surgery. I emphasized the dip, blah, 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 blah. Because it's in the note, it happened. Right. Yeah. So now the patient can't say, oh, I didn't, I didn't understand. I didn't tell me because mm-hmm. I have documentation. <laughs> but don't forget patients and doctors, both. No one's mind. No, no, no one's memory is perfect. Mm-hmm. Patients get very forgetful when finances are involved. They get very, very forgetful <laughs> 
<laughs> when, when you know i've had a patient i had a patient um it was a while back basically come to me and was like well you didn't tell me that i need to do the other areas of the mouth and i'm like sir let's let's okay okay you know what <laughs> let's pretend that that was the case let's go ahead let's let's read my notes together and I right. did. And my my assistant, like she, they, they all, all my assistants, I can't have my facial expressions. So when he said that, I go, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Oh, let's that's do what this. you want to do today? That's let's what you want to do today? Right. Okay. And it was one of those days. I said, okay, let's do this. Okay. Let's read. You, do you want to read out loud or should I read out loud? And I literally right. had the patient, I read my notes to the patient. I said, this is the difference. You right. can't tell me what happened because I have it in my notes. Right. Your memory may fail you, but my right. notes are permanent. Right. That's it. Yeah. Cover your at you know what? <laughs> Cover you know what? <laughs> Just write it down. It takes literally two seconds. Hey, patient was patient was uh uh was agitated today. Write that down. Right. Who right. cares? That right. may you may end up never using that, but when somebody looks and says, Okay, we see the scenario, now you're painting a picture that might benefit you. It might benefit you. And and it behooves you to be detailed, especially because this, this is what I see in the multiple offices that I work at. And you might see this too. Not everybody even does notes. Some doctors let their assistants make a chart note for the day. That's true. Doctors really should be doing your own notes and they should have a fair amount of detail. Okay. You know, you have to get you have okay, to write so let's, volumes. Let's just say that let's just say they don't do their own notes. At least have a template where your your assistants fill in like numbers. Right. That's it. Five carpules and and, and everything else has already been temporary. Because after a right. while, we do about the same thing. You become a, a creature of habit. Have a you template. Do. It shouldn't just be what you did. Right. Right. Number five DO six MO done. Like there should not be like there should be right. details for that. <laughs> The other thing that I'm coming across is health histories either not being completed, mm. not being updated, or things marked. A perfect example. I had a patient on the health history. The only thing that's marked is cardiac problems or heart problems is marked yes. But there's no notes. Bruh, she's on my chair for surgery. Okay. And I'm visiting, I'm a visiting doctor. There's no notes on this health history. So I'm looking, oh. Heart problems. So, you know, Mrs. Jones, uh, you marked heart problems. So what's going on? Oh, well, I had a, a last year, I had a heart attack in February. And I had another heart attack in August because it was a complication with the stent that they placed and there was a, a clot. And, but th th those are my second and third ones. I also had a heart attack in 2006. And I'm on these, like, there's no medications on this health history. She rattles off like five or six medications, you know, blood pressure, blood thinner. And I'm just like, yo, they put you in my chair for surgery? I'm pissed. Like, you guys tried to do me dirty. Well, you know yeah. what? It might not even be that because I realized that there people don't care about blood pressure sometimes. I've had patients come to me and I'm like, has your blood pressure always been this high? And they're like, right. yeah. And I'm like, and has other have other people? No, no, you, you, you know, honestly, this first time someone's told me that this is that bad, or that right. they just take it and then they just do the work, or they don't even take my blood pressure. I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, oh yeah, this is the first time a dentist has ever taken my blood right. pressure, and they're looking <laughs> like, at you like you like you're doing the most, right? Like, <laughs> like is that necessary? Is that necessary? Right. I get that. I'm like, is that necessary? I'm like, uh, well, I guess death is not necessary, but it yeah. sure happens, you know, right. I had to, this this young fella. His blood pressure was two oh nine over one twenty three. See, two oh. I said, sir, 
you need to go to your doctor right now. Not only am I not treating you, <laughs> if you if if you even look like you're not, I'm about to call an ambulance. Like, go to your doctor right now. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I can't let you leave until you verbally say, okay, I'm going to my doctor. That's it. Yeah. <sighs> Bruh. But, but you know what? Honestly, a lot of people, I don't know if we're just doing too much. Maybe. I don't know. Right. Yeah. But there are people that literally will look at me and be like, well, why don't you just do the surgery? And I'm like, it's, it's, you know, let's just say that, let's just say you went on, a, you did a marathon before you came here. Did a right. marathon. I, that could explain the top number. Cool. Okay. But that bottom number, that's 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 a lot. <laughs> that's right. Really high. That's consistency. Right. The top yes. number, you just did a marathon. We're, we'll assume you did a marathon. Okay. You won against a, the Kenyan that always wins. Right? We know right. this. We got yeah. some Ethiopians and Kenyans out there. You know you always win the marathons. Right? right? I see you. Yeah. yeah. Right? But that bottom number, that's what I'm looking at and going, hmm, that is right. not healthy. And I want right. people to understand I'm not trying to be a jerk. I've already yeah. set up the chair time. I've already you I've I've set everything up. That means that I've used materials that I've had to buy mm -hmm. to set up. You were you we were ready for you. This isn't and, because I chose not to do this. <laughs> and like you said, I want the money. Yes. Like you know, not not to say that that's all this is, no, but, but you me doing the surgery gets me paid. That's it. And I so when I, I yeah. <laughs> when I tell you I can't do this surgery. There must be a damn good reason right. for me to pass up on this money. That it's not because listen, I <laughs> promise you, I want to work on you. Right. <laughs> that is my job. Right. That is what I this is all I do. Right. I always tell everybody, general dentist, you work way harder than I do. Right. I just want to do the surgery. Yeah. And if I say I cannot do the surgery, I promise you it's not because I'm trying to be a jerk to you. It's not because I don't like you. There's nothing personal. It's me and a tooth. It's not about you. It's about me and the tooth. We're going at it, and I'm going to win. <laughs> right. I need you to be okay. I need you to be healthy. I need you to understand that I promise you I want to do this on you, but I can't because if something were to happen, God forbid, if something were to happen, and they go, why did you do this with this blood pressure and this and that and that? And I can't answer for that. Now I've affected my life. Yeah. And no offense to anybody. Mm. You're not worth my license. No, no, no. And, you know, and not mind you, since this seems to be such a pervasive thing, that means a lot of people are getting shot up with anesthetic while they have blood pressures that weren't checked. So, so it's not that if someone's necessarily in the 200 over 100, they're going to die. But the thing is, if something does happen and knock on wood, I don't want anyone to die in my That's chair. It. That's it. I'm going to be put under a microscope. And the first thing they're going to look at is they're going to say, well, the ADA says 160 over 100. Little and Filet says 180 over 110. This patient was over both of those. And now I lose my license. I lose my ability to practice. I got a family to support. You know, and you can't see it in my background. Like, like, hey, I do have to sidebar. It's so sweet. I see like four pictures of you and your wife in the background. That is so adorable. Well, yeah, it's, it's, that, I, is, I that is so adorable. I didn't, I didn't is... do any of that. I, I, I didn't. I, I think I, 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 this, this, this football one. That's me. The football there, one right here. That's me. Yeah, there oh, might be all. some. 
There and might be count. some additions there. I think your wife is seeing we're getting a little bit more popular. She's like, let me just insert just one more picture of me and Wall so, so all these ladies know. <laughs> no, it's, it's so funny. You can tell when I decorate and you can tell when she does because right. the football, that's that, you know, wait, let me try to, let me get, yeah, the football, that's, that's me. Right. And then right. you got like random fan, you got like nice frames, and that's her. <laughs> You see, that, that's the difference. If it were up to me, you would see like eagle stuff everywhere. It would just look ridiculous, right. You know? Right, right, right. But yeah, no, it is what it is. I don't even care. Yeah, but, we're not going to talk about how the Seahawks spanked your eagles. But so back to what we were talking about with uh... see, this is this is why this is going to be the last episode. Because this is the kind of shit that you say that pisses me off. Because you you know it's personal. The second the eagles come into play, you know it's personal, and 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 it sucks because I actually have to root for the Cowboys this weekend. Mm-hmm. Because they're pl- playing the Lions, and the Lions could potentially, if they went all out and yes. we went out, the Lions could actually be the number one seat in the NFC, which I mm. cannot have. I cannot have that. So the so Lions, I'll... the Lions did my boy Barry Sanders dirty. I've always hated the Lions. I can't they have did. them, you know, be number one. So I need the Cowboys to do something, and I, I, I got it. It I hurts, doesn't it? I it really hurts. It hurts. Rooting for the rooting for the Cowboys really hurts, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> it? It just makes me sick. It makes me sick. And anybody listening, I don't care. I I I make it no secret on Instagram. I make it no secret on Facebook. I don't like the Cowboys. I'll be the first right. one to let you know. My I have my old my old assistant. She's amazing. She's awesome, right, Jennifer? She literally every time we lose will text me with memes with like. Uh, it's 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 getting to the point where I, I feel like she's taking it too personal. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> like the only thing that's missing is like a picture of me and someone kicking me in my grind, you know, <laughs> and her like animating it. But that's probably next with like AI. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, know? right. She'll be like, make a picture of uh, Aka getting hit in the groin, by... <laughs> getting kicked in the balls. <laughs> right, yeah, by that Prescott. Go. Right. <laughs> Yeah, man. Hey, listen, oh, I'll be man. honest with you, man. I, I don't. We 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 can sit here and complain and talk about all this, but dentist, dentist, we need to do better because this is the kind of stuff that I bet you medicine does on the regular, but every hmm. time a dentist does it, it becomes international, freaking, you know, national news. And I'm trying to figure out why. You know what I mean? Like it, it's crazy to me, man. You know, I did my my rotation at. Uh... Kaiser for anesthesiology um, mm-hmm. last year, okay. and Kaiser's a you know big organization, and they, I was shadowing the or working with the anesthesiologist, and they were doing like carpal tunnel uh, surgeries, right? And the amount of checks and balances and systems and redundancies that they had, whether it was patient identification, patient vitals, patient medication, patient this, patient that. That's it. I mean, it was a lot, but I can see why when cases like this pop up, because again, you know, I'll put it out there. I've had failures that I still think about that I feel bad about, but I can always say my documentation, my checklist, my health history, my everything was on point. So there's nothing that anyone can show to or point to, to say Leroy has a pattern of negligence or lack of attention to detail. If something failed, it just failed. Right. You know, and right. that's the cases like this. And mind you, we're just reading a report. So we don't have right. our, our news story. So we don't have all the details. That's it. I would really hate for this guy to have followed all the protocols and been doing this for the patient because they begged for it. it. And then what happens? 
one thing goes wrong and it's like, oh, I was tortured. I was disfigured. That's I was, it. That's it. you know. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, you know, again, patients have a very short memory when it comes to a lot of this stuff, right? Not all the right. good stuff you've done for them. It's always that one time. Right. And literally that one time will be the one time they forget. Right. I always right. say patients are not loyal. Insurance or insurance. Your insurance is more loyal than the patient is sometimes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. I'm telling you when I say this, man, like it's not worth it. Uh, this is for any dentist. It's not worth it for patients. I always I tell everybody, get a get a second opinion. For patients, get a second opinion, get a third opinion. If somebody is willing to do a lot of stuff on you and you're being impatient, you can't sit there and then turn around and say that's their fault. Right. I refuse to believe that. Like you, I can't, I can't say this enough. Americans have become very much of a, a now environment. Like everybody wants everything done yesterday. Right. It's up to us to say slow down because medicine does it all the time. Yeah. Medicine does it all the time. It's going to take two or three months. We got to take this extra. We got to do this. We got to do that. Let me ask for multiple different x Oh, let me get a CBCT of that. Well, I just took a regular x-ray over there. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. But I need to see more. Right. Then all of a sudden, and, I'm asking too much. And medicine will tell you no. <laughs> if you go in there and say, hey, listen, I want this uh, gallbladder removed. And while you're at it, can you also do this heart uh, you know, ablation that I need? They'll be like, No. Right. Like, that's not what we do. So right, right. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason in dentistry, we are allowed to let the patient dictate everything. But that's a whole other story. And I think we yeah. may, may maybe we need to talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about how dentistry has gotten to the point where we are now, where patients are now dictating everything. And I honestly mm. think there's a lot of things to that with insurance, with 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 people just wanting to get that pay, you know, that paycheck. Right. There's a lot of factors. And insure, you know, hey, if you won't do it, I know. Dr. Smith down the road that will. Right. And that seems to be a threat that everybody seems to get. And I'm like, go, go ahead. I, bro, I had this, I had this patient. <laughs> I threw that threat back um, because they came in for an implant. I had no records. I had to like force them to get an FMX, do a full charting. They had a lot of needs. They were in no way ready for an implant. So I told them, I said, you know, and they were upset, understandably. And I was honest. I said, listen, I'll be honest with you. If you doctor shop, you're going to find someone that's going to do this. Mm -hmm. I can't do this if I don't think it's in your best interest. And if I can't confidently, you know, predict that this is going to last a pretty long time, you know, nothing's forever, but I do want it to have some longevity. I was like, but to be honest with you, if you go down the street, you'll find someone that mm -hmm. will do it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is a good way of, if you've got someone that's upset, at least giving them options. Like, I'm not saying it's no, never in the history of the universe. <laughs> I'm saying with me, I can't do it. That's it. But you'll find somebody. That's it. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, huh. Let's leave it there. Yeah. This is a uh, yes, bonus sir. episode. And uh, I think we overtalked it. We were supposed to do what, 20 minutes. <laughs> what are we at? Like, we were at like 45 now. Yeah, exactly. We got, we got emotional. <laughs> we got emotional. Yeah. I think we took this personal. Well, you keep getting triggered, man. Stop getting oh, triggered. Oh, no, no, I get, I get I said, triggered. we talked about the Eagles and you had a, a meltdown because the Seahawks spanked you a week or two ago. I mean, Listen, let it let it go. It's, it's okay. Been, no, no, it's been, a, it's been a long week. I'll be honest. It's been a long week. <laughs> you know, we're all getting, I mean, like literally my whole family just knocked down by flu and uh, right. they're all recovered. Except for me. For some reason, I'm I'm still I'm still okay. Knock and, wood. The, the problem that with that, though, is that means I'm taking care of everybody. Mm. <laughs> you know? mm. good so, thing 
Good thing is there a doctor. Is there a doctor in the house? Right. No, right? I'm like, no, I'm not a doctor. I'm a dentist. That's right. the only time I'm like, no, I'm a dentist. Uh, right. <laughs> and and you know, it's so funny. We went to uh we went to the urgent care for one of my for one of my daughters. Uh-huh. And we were there for about like two hours, two and a half hours. And honestly, when I say PTSD, this mm-hmm. literally made me I'm sitting there and my daughter's like, oh, daddy's getting boring and I want to leave now. Da, 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 and we can't because the, the, the doctor hasn't come to see us yet to tell us what's going on. They do right. tests and then you, you just sit there and wait. Right. And, and I'm thinking to myself, this is how my patients feel. Mm. This is how my and 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 it it you know in my mind it justifies my anger towards my assistants when we're right. running behind. <laughs> in my <laughs> in my mind, I justified all my anger. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm sure that there's all a right. therapist out there that it's like, hey, you know what? I need to talk to him. But it yes. did it justified because I'm like, who wants to sit here for this long when you come in and you let they do? It's like you basically rush just to wait. Yes. You did all these tests and then you just sit there and wait. And then you're yes. waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting. And if you have kids, it's even worse because they get impatient. Mm-hmm. Like, at least with me, I could be like, all right, cool. Let me just sit here and relax and stuff. Yeah. But now nah, she's like, phone. I want to go. I want to, you know what I mean? And, and and she was the reason why we were there. It wasn't me. Right. It was her. It was you. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't say that to my daughter. Like, it was you. Stop talking. Is <laughs> you it? brought us here, you know? Just tell her what I always tell her. My kids make fun of me because they do a lot of sports. So they get sports injuries. Mm-hmm. Like, dad, I, you know, I sprained this or this hurts. What should I do? My answer is always the same. Ibuprofen and ice. There it is. So next time your daughter's six, be like, honey, ibuprofen and ice. Right. For the we ain't doing we ain't doing this three hour uh wait. See, right. This is, this is, and ice. See, see, this is this is this how I know you're you've been out of the game for too long. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's not how it works now. That's called child abuse. <laughs> that used to work for us. I remember whenever I was sick, my mom would just give us like she'll basically put some like Vicks on our chest. She'll give right. us ginger ale, she'll tell you to go lay down. And then right. you might get some Tylenol or Motrin. That might be right. it. And right. then you know, you, you'll have like a ginger ale on the side just in case you feel nauseous, drink that. And that's right. it. Right, right, right. Now I'm sitting here taking days off and doing all this stuff. Let my mom take a day off because I was sick. Think of that. Right. Oh, you had, be to be like, your, you had to be literally dead. <laughs> yes. And the funny for, thing is they come back happen. and they'd be like, oh, I guess you're still alive. You know, yeah. it was almost like, yeah. a, oh, you made it. <laughs> Weren't you dramatic this morning? Oh, and don't have no fun. Don't see something funny and laugh when you're oh, supposed to be sick. I thought you were sick. <laughs> I thought you were sick. Why are you laughing at that? I thought you were sick. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, man. Like, life is so different now, man. Life is so different, man. But anyway, it is what it is. Everybody's everybody's back to normal. Yes, so, indeed. So, so, you know, vac- and the funny thing is they always seem to get sick when I'm on vacation. It's the craziest of course. thing. I swear, of course. I swear, God has a sense of humor. I mean this from the bottom <laughs> of my heart. God has a sense of humor. I don't care what anybody tells me. I know oh, he does. Oh, you thought you were relaxing? You thought oh, you'd get some, some projects done or something? Bro, I, I had this whole week planned out. I was going to just relax. I was, there was soccer, you know, uh, box, boxing day. If anybody knows, it's a bunch of, it's like basically when like you have like a whole day of soccer. And right. I was so excited to watch on Tuesday and I'm excited. Nope. nope. I basically dealt with coughing, sneezing in my face and stuff. I was like, this is nice. This is nice. You know, <laughs> so everybody's, everybody's back to health. Thank God, you know, but yeah, man. So, so if I'm awesome. easily triggered. And thank God I'm off because my yes. patient, I, I can guarantee my assistance, my patient, everybody would have gotten it. You know, <laughs> let me just lay this flap <laughs> real quick. <laughs> Doc, can you go ahead and, and gently put, okay, <laughs> yeah, this is done. You know? <laughs> but anyway, man, hey, look, let's get off of here. I'm All right, my man. Enjoy, everybody's healthy, so I'm going to enjoy this tonight. I'm going to go do that, next, you know, but this will be it. This is a special episode we're posting up just because this came up so quickly, man. Yes, indeed. All right, All right man. Take care.
Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tooth Be Told. The opinions on this episode are just that, our opinions. Please consult your dental professional before taking any action with your dental health. If you have any questions about anything you heard on this episode, please contact us at Real Dentist with an S. That's R-E-A-L, Dentist with an S, at gmail.com. We would be very happy to return any message that we receive because we love the communication that we have with our listeners.